0: Co-worker of yours. Hey, RJ. Good morning. Excellent. How are you? Good, good, good. So let's let's start out with the Dolphins, okay? Dolphins and Cardinals, and we've done this before, all right? While the Dolphins are a nice little team this season, they are historically terrible at home when it comes to, to covering, okay? So Dolphins and Cardinals, uh, what do we got this weekend in a game where the Dolphins, uh, I believe, are, are, are they a two-point favorite, Miami?
1: Well, that's the thing. They were, and there's been significant Arizona money and now Arizona's favored by two. Now why would that be the case? Why, why would the line move like that? You know, I I to me what's been driving Miami this year when it comes to professionals, is the offensive line, is the health. So I know Pouncey's out, right? So how's how's Tunsil, how's the left tackle look right now? I mean, now?
0: Tunsil's dealing with an injury situation. He's going to play. Uh, you know,
1: and he- and he let the world know that he's going to be playing with pain. He told, he told everybody, I'm hurting.
0: Right. So Tunsil's playing hurt. I mean, Albert's dealt with injuries this year. And like you said, Pouncey's out.
1: Yeah, so it's so funny because if you look at – you guys, when the Dolphins, when the offensive line has been intact, it's it's like five and zero. Oh. I mean, it's mm-hmm. this is a playoff team. I think with the offensive line, without it hasn't been great. And some people who watched the film last week, and I'd like to get you guys' thoughts on this, said it looks like in the second half the effort level wasn't there when when the blowout started happening with Baltimore that looked like the effort level was questionable with the Dolphins. What was your take on that? Yeah, you're 100% correct, especially when you're losing your starting linebacker, the middle linebacker, the one that's been coming up with really big plays. If you're looking for like a defensive momentum shift in the last few weeks, your responsible party there is going to be Kiko Alonso most of the time. And the fact that they lost their starting middle linebacker and is possibly out still, that's going to be another thing that I'm going to be looking at as as a motivating factor as well. And I think on the flip side, Arizona has been playing with some momentum. They feel like they're still in it if they can win out. Last week was a nice win for them. And you mentioned it, too, is the idea that the Dolphins are not a good home team and especially not in December, which to me is non-intuitive. You would think, okay, you've got, you know, nice weather and there's some teams coming in that are from cold weather, so that change might be a little jarring, but in December the Dolphins at home against the spread, five and nineteen against the spread. So added up there's been significant Arizona money.
0: Is uh is the Heisman ceremony worth placing uh, a, a wager on tomorrow night?
1: Uh I would say no for most people. So Jackson is a huge favor. You've got to bet $17 to win $1 so seven it's 1700 $17 wins you one. Now, some people might say, well, heck, if I went and put 1700 in the bank, one year later, I come back, I'm not going to get very much. If I put 1700 on Jackson to win, and he does, I get $100. Nah, oh, that's not so bad. So, I mean, professionals think like that, but man, oh, man, you better be pretty sure that your your math is right. So I would say generally when there's this big of a favor, it's not super bettable, but it is interesting because they're going to build it up. They're going to act like there's a bunch of anticipation, right. but what the odds say is well over 90% Lamar Jackson. And what are you thinking about the Seahawks right now? It seems like the Seahawks are being the Seahawks with the slow start. But in December, these guys seem to really shine. I think Seattle is the most like a college team of any NFL team. So what do I mean by that is they are driven by emotion. I mean, you look at that Tampa Bay game, right? They didn't really have the emotion in that game and they laid an egg. And then when they get going, I mean, to go into New England, you know, with Gronk, you know, with the team intact pretty much and win is one is the hardest thing in football right now. Maybe going into Seattle and winning is the only thing harder. So I agree with you. This is an impressive team. In December, the last six years, 19, 3 and 1 against the spread. <laughs> I mean, that's almost hard to imagine. 19 winners, three losers, one push. And it makes sense, right? That is intuitive because physical teams tend to get better as the season goes on because the opponent, they tend to be more beat up as the season goes on and they can't deal with that physical quite as well. Now, talk about another team good in December, though. Aaron Rodgers in December has won at home. Because right? Green Bay has a great home field, too. So you've got Aaron Rodgers, a quarterback. You're home. It's December. 14 straight wins, straight up, 12-1-1 against the spread. So this really, really is two teams that play well late in the year. I actually lean towards Green Bay because if you're getting Seattle's favored by three. So if you've got, uh, you know, you hardly ever lose at home, especially in December, and you're getting points. Yeah. Eh, The math is pretty good on that. Now, I think there is one question in this game. If you can answer this question, I think you got the best side. Seattle's motivation. We talked earlier. They're a team that plays on emotion. On one hand, you could say, Well, Earl Thomas got hurt. He, you know, he has not been injured over the years, and we're pretty much locked in the number two seed. So do we maybe you know not go full all out on this game? That's one scenario. Or scenario two is, hey, we don't want Green Bay to establish any dominance over us. And by the way, we better get used to playing without Thomas. Let's give it a hundred and five percent. I think the motivation in Seattle is a legitimate question mark. If they are motivated, I would lean that way. If not, I would lean towards Green Bay. Give us your best play. I need to make that money this weekend, RJ. I'm going with Tennessee. I think Denver. It, the uh, everyone's looking at last year and this year and saying, well, really good defense with Denver. You know, best in the league last year. You know, less than great quarterback play. You know, below average Peyton Manning last year. That's what a lot of people thought. And I don't think these teams are the same at all. I mean, though the record is good this year, Denver cannot run the ball without C.J. Anderson. I mean, if you look at the stats, it's 12 carries, 33 yards against Oakland, 37 carries, 103 yards. I mean, it's like three yards a carry. So now you don't have a good quarterback. You don't really run the ball. And Here's the flip side. On defense, Denver is exceptional against the pass, but they're actually not that good against the run. If you actually look at the math, now you've got Tennessee, a team that can really, really run the ball. Uh, and, and, and they've focused on running the ball to kind of protect Mariota. So I think it's a great matchup, and I think Tennessee about pick them. So they're at home, and they're about pick them, best bet of the week. Excellent job, RJ. Thanks. We'll talk to you next week. Thank you, guys.
0: Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale with Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax and delivery. Delivery may be required. See store for details.